0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into this week's edition of the Believe in Tobacco Road podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stone. On this week's show, we'll get into uh, to quite a few things, uh, including uh, UNC's disappointing performance on Saturday night against Florida State. Big win for uh, for NC State, but it came at a cost. Also a nice win for uh, for Wake Forest as well. Also we'll get into the uh, to the best bets this weekend on Tobacco Road and in the ACC as always I believe podcast the network for professionals you can check it out at believe.com but going back to uh to this past Saturday to start things off I don't know what happened to UNC but they just for the first 20 to 25 minutes of that game UNC, they weren't necessarily non-existent. They they were moving the ball. It it was just like a, it was just like the play, the situational play calling for for UNC was awful at times in that first half. Like, they they just could not press the right button. It was almost like they were out thinking themselves. I mean, you, you look at the total yards from this game on Saturday night and UNC outgained Florida State by over 200 yards. It it, it was not close in terms of yards, and and UNC was outgaining Florida State pretty much the whole game, even when Florida State jumped out to a huge lead in that first half. I I don't know if if UNC was reading the press clippings, just thought they were going to roll into Tallahassee and run over a Florida State team that had showed improvement the week before. Uh, or, or what? I, I don't know exactly what went on for UNC, uh, but it was, it was clear that they could not press the right button. Uh, I mean, Sam Howell was, you know, 374 yards passing, three touchdowns. Javante Williams had 18 carries for 119 yards. Uh, I mean, they, they led in every statistical category. Uh, both teams only had, you know, one turnover, uh, a piece, really. Uh, so, it was it was kind of baffling to see what happened uh, with this uh, with this UNC team on Saturday night because it, it just did not look anything like the team we saw before the week before against Virginia Tech. Um, it just seemed like they came out flat uh, and just got completely stunned by Florida State from the uh, from the get go, which was a, a surprising development because. This is what it's like when UNC, I guess, has now learned this team, this young team has now learned what it's like when the target is on your back. When you are with a number five team in the country, you're going into play, play a, a team. And this is what it's like being a top five team. You're going to get the opponent's best shot every week. And I think UNC maybe just was not prepared for that, uh, going in. And that, that's not, I mean, you could call it, on the coaching staff, but some of that's you know being a young team. Some of it's you know not executing. Uh, but but some of it was the coaching. Some of it was play calling. There there is no question about that as to especially situational play calling as to why they ended up losing that game to, uh, to Florida State on uh, on Saturday night. But we'll see if the uh, the heels uh, can bounce back this coming week. Is another important matchup as they get ready to take on. NC State. NC State, by the way, now four and one. Uh, they've won their last three games, uh, you know, pretty pretty convincingly too. I mean, they, they've all been uh, by double digits. So really, it's been an impressive few weeks for uh, for NC State. Uh, nice win over Duke on Saturday. The only problem is it comes at the cost of lo- losing de- your starting quarterback Devin Leary, uh, who was 15 of 25 for 205 yards and a touchdown in the win over uh, over Duke. On Saturday, uh, the good thing is the defense. The defense first NC State has continued to improve. They gave up 20 points in that first half to Duke Saturday, and then pitched a uh, pitched a shutout in the uh, in the second half. So I, I think that was that's a good sign for NC State. They've continued to show improvement on that side of the ball. Also, they picked Chase Bryce off as the the starting quarterback when they played a, a pretty good team in Virginia Tech. Uh, so that that has to be. Uh, a big concern as they go into uh into this matchup on saturday against uh against unc rivalry showdown important game for uh, for both these teams in terms of the uh of the ACC standings as well nc state currently holding a half game lead uh in the uh in the standings over unc so i it's obviously you know it's a big time important game um it'll it'll be interesting to see and we'll get into you know, how, how I think it'll unfold, uh, a little bit later in the, uh, the podcast. Uh, another, in, another big, uh, big win over the weekend for, uh, for Wake Forest also. Wake Forest, that might be, I don't want to call it season saving yet, uh, because they still have, as, as we've touched on, a brutal schedule. But it does give you some optimism if you're Wake Forest, particularly the way they close that game because, uh, that game on Saturday, you know, it was it was twenty-three to twenty. Wake was up by three going into the fourth quarter, and then no seventeen points in the fourth quarter to close it out. Uh, Kenneth Walker the third continues to run like a man possessed, 23 carries, 128 yards, three touchdowns. Sam Hartman played well with 309 yards passing and a touchdown, completing 16 to 27. Uh, it was probably probably the best showing you've seen. From the defense so far, which is why I said I could not bring myself to bet on Wake Forest because I just had not seen the defense that we thought we would see from the Demon Deacons. And that defense showed up in the second half. They held Virginia uh, to just three points in that uh, that second half on Saturday. So that was that was a fantastic performance for the Wake Forest defense and something that they you know absolutely needed. Uh, you know they held Virginia to just 202 yards passing. They did give up 218 yards on the ground, uh, but just 420 yards total. Uh, also, a couple of interceptions uh, as well. So able to uh, able to force some uh, some turnovers. So that was certainly a good sign for this uh, for this Wake Forest team. Also, they you know got a sack in there as well. I think that's something that they would like to uh, to continue uh, to improve on and continue to uh, to get better at. Uh, but certainly a good sign for Wake Forest, and it at least gives you a little bit of optimism, uh, if you're the Demon Deacons going forward. Because we touched on, you know, how tough of a schedule they have. Uh, but that, you know, that cancellation or that postponement of the Notre Dame game, giving them a couple extra weeks, and since those couple weeks off, they've scored 66 and 40 points and only given up 37 points between the two games. So, uh, a really nice bounce back. We'll see for real though this Saturday when they play a Virginia Tech team that seems to be surging right now. Uh, but, but looking at the schedule at least, you know, if, if you're talking about if there's a bowl season, which seems like that might be a big if, but in terms of winnable games on the schedule, you know, Wake can win, it, it, including Saturday maybe, they can win three or four more games and maybe get in contention for a, uh, for a bowl game. So, that would certainly be nice after the uh, the rough start that the Demon Deacons got off to this uh this season. Uh now time for the uh, for the best bets uh coming up this uh this week. First of all, let's look at the uh the slate for the ACC this week, which is a pretty full slate. You've got Syracuse at Clemson, you've got NC State at UNC, Florida State at Louisville, uh right. Notre Dame at Pitt, Virginia Tech at Wake Georgia Tech at Boston College and UVA at Miami. So Duke, the only uh, Tobacco Road team, not in uh, in action this week in the ACC. So let's start with the Tobacco Road schools. All right, let's go with uh, Virginia Tech, Wake, which kicks off at three uh, thirty. Virginia Tech is an eight and a half point favorite in this uh, in this matchup. Um, that's that, that that spread is. I I honestly thought. It might be a little higher than that because the way Virginia Tech played last week, but given, you know, the way Virginia Tech gave up 56 points to UNC, some, you know, Vegas maybe not just 100% sure on, you know, if they're they're buying into Virginia Tech just yet. But the way they closed against UNC came back and made things interesting. And the way they played against Boston College on Saturday uh, absolutely blitzed. The Eagles, and that's a, a decent Boston College team. That that's not a bad Boston College team. I think Virginia Tech is starting to hit their stride, particularly now that they've got uh, Herbert, or excuse me, Hendon Hooker in at quarterback. Of course, Khalil Herbert, the uh, the stud running back for the uh, for the Hokies as well. Uh, so I, I do think eight and I take Virginia Tech minus the eight and a half. I do think. They're the better team. It's a tough matchup for Wake Forest. I know they've gotten better defensively, but I, the Hokies, I, I think, are just too much. Uh, I think they end up winning by you know, fourteen to twenty-one points would be my guess. I don't think it's an absolute demolition, but I, I do think Virginia Tech uh, is just the uh, the better team in this matchup, even in Winston Salem. So I think the uh, the Hokies minus eight and a half is the best bet there. NC State on the road at UNC, and this is a tough spot for the Wolfpack. UNC is a 15.5-point favorite after the injury to Devin Leary. It probably would have been like a touchdown to 10 points somewhere in there if not for the injury to Devin Leary, and I would have liked NC State a whole lot more in this matchup if Devin Leary was healthy. Uh, given the little bit we've seen of Bailey Hockman, when NC State has played good opponents, he's struggled. It has not been impressive for the Wolfpack, and now UNC knows they're probably going to be facing Bailey Hockman uh, for the, for the most part on Saturday. Uh, you could see the third string quarterback as well, and I wouldn't be surprised if that gets thrown in there some to uh, to throw UNC off. But with especially with UNC coming off a loss. On Saturday, I, I expect a game that UNC has to feel like they should have won. I expect the uh, the Tar Heels to come out like a bat out of hell on Saturday afternoon at noon. Uh, I really do. I expect that they're they're all offensively just going to come out charged up, and I think they're going to pour it on early. Uh, like I, I really think UNC ends up winning this game by, I uh, you know I, I would guess seventeen to twenty four points. Or something like that, but it is a rivalry game. You never know. Um, but if if you're gonna go in this spot, I, I think UNC is the bet at minus 15. A half. It was 17 earlier in the week when the line first came out, and I thought that was a little too high. But now that it has it has been bet down to 15. A half, much more comfortable. Thinking that uh, that UNC can uh, can cover that number. Uh, Other games in the ACC this week, you've got Syracuse at Clemson. Clemson is a 46-point favorite in this matchup. In an ACC matchup, a conference matchup, the Tigers are a 46-point favorite. That's how bad Syracuse is. But with that said, 46 points is just, (laughs) that number is, is entirely too big. My advice would be on this. A lot of betting sites now have where you, especially BetOnline.ag, they have where you can, where you can kind of create your own prop bet, and you can put whatever amount you. You don't have to bet per game; you can just bet money on the prop. So you could, you know, line up seven, eight games. You know, whatever you're comfortable betting. If it's ten bucks, whatever. Lay down a $10 bet. You can lay out six, seven games for a team, for teams that you are sure are going to win. So in a case like Clemson, where they're a 46 point favorite, you just take Clemson on the money line, put them in there with six or seven other money line bets and try to get yourself uh, a good plus scenario. Um, so that, that's what I would do if I was going to bet this game. 46 a lot though. And, And it wouldn't, it just wouldn't shock me if Clemson, after the first quarter, pulls the starters, and then Syracuse maybe finds a way to stay with it. 46 points. Uh, the Tigers are obviously going to win the game, but 46 is a lot. Uh, so that, that's what I would do if you were going to do anything with this matchup. Uh, Florida State on the road at Louisville. Louisville is actually a five-point favorite in this matchup. It, it's shocking given how bad Louisville has been. But let's put this together, shall we? Florida State was acting like they had won the national championship on Saturday night after beating UNC. I'm fine with guys being happy about it, dancing, all those things. But smoking cigars in the locker room after beating UNC for your second win of the season is a bit much. Uh, especially when you're Florida State, or supposed to be Florida State. Louisville is going to come out desperate on Saturday in this spot Knowing they need a win. So I am going to take Louisville here minus the, uh, minus the five points. If Florida State finds a way to win, then this Florida State team may be on to something going for the, uh, the rest of the season. Also at, uh, at 3.30, you've got Notre Dame on the road at Pitt. Uh, Pitt is just in disarray. Uh, they, they just cannot, uh, really, they just have struggled to find a way to win. They've, they've had a tough schedule and that obviously continues. This week against uh, against Notre Dame. Uh, also, I think Notre Dame. You know the way that uh, they struggled last week against Louisville. Uh, I think the Irish will come out fired up, ready to go, uh, and I expect them to cover that ten and a half point spread. I seventeen to twenty one points, something like that is what I think the uh, the Irish end up winning this game by. Also, you got uh, Georgia Tech on the road at Boston College. The Eagles are a a three-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, Georgia Tech just got absolutely embarrassed last week. So did Boston College. Um, You know, Georgia Tech's a really young team. Having to make that long trip up to Chestnut Hill, uh, I think Boston College, a little bit more experienced team as well. Uh, I trust them a little more to bounce back. So I like the Eagles, minus three-and-a-half. Then you've got Virginia on the road at Miami. Uh, The Canes are a 12-point favorite. This game kicking off at 8 o'clock on Saturday night. Uh, Miami did a really nice job of bouncing back last week against Pittsburgh. Uh, Virginia looked rough against uh, Wake Forest. Injuries at quarterback. Uh, I think Miami's defense is way too much. I think their offense is way too much. And I, I think Miami... Uh may just run the uh run the who's out of coral gables. So I, I like Miami big in that matchup, so definitely like them minus the uh, the twelve points in uh in this spot. That'll do it for this week's edition of Believe in Tobacco Road. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can check it out on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts. Also, of course, uh, check out believe.com, believe podcasts the network for professionals. Make sure you tune back in next week for the next edition of Believe in Tobacco Road. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.